Say it, five. Say it. Say it, Tom. Say it. I kill your kids. I kill your kids. I kill your kids, Tom. I kill your kids. Jesus, Willie. I know you're going to have a tough time explaining this to Wilhelmina. Oh, this ain't about no Wilhelmina. This about Willie Turner. Willie, we're gonna have to let you go. Oh, oh no the fuck you didn't. Oh, I know. You ain't finna let Willie Turner. Oh, don't nobody let Willie Turner go. That's bullshit. All right, fuck it. Give me a check. Give me a check. Give me my check. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Yeah, so anyway, I gotta let go for my quote-unquote dream job. So let's talk about it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Tunji's Podcast. I am your host, Tunji Taylor-Lewis. Um, so before I get anything started, let me say this. I have been salivating uh, at the opportunity uh, to do this episode for about like a month now. Um... I have um, I've been imagining what this what this what this episode of the podcast would look like, what the title would be, um, exactly what I would talk about because you know it's based on real circumstances of my life. Um, for those of you who are watching this on live, uh, I got let go from my job. Um, you know, right now it's uh, you know one p.m. Uh, on a Monday, which is when I'm recording this. Normally, I'm only only able to record these podcasts. Um, after work, you know, around 6 p.m., uh, you know, you know, 6.30, 7 p.m., something like that. Um, but I got no work today. Uh, I'm here. And uh, I found out that I was being let go from my job about a month ago. Um, and uh, it, it, it was crazy because being fired, well, I wasn't fired, but I was let go. So being let go from my job was not my worst experience at that job like it was definitely one of the most uh, trying parts of that job it was definitely one of the most difficult things to process about that job but it definitely wasn't the worst part about that job um this job if you guys remember um like about six months ago um i uh you know i put it out there that you know i got this job it was my dream job. I was super excited, all this stuff. It was exactly what I wanted to do. You know, I was in an entertainment production company. It was going to lead to the stuff I wanted to do in the future. I was really, really excited. I, didn't, I haven't looked back on that uh, episode yet, but that was basically around the stuff that I was excited about. Um, cut to six months later, and it was absolutely by far the worst job experience that I have ever had in my life. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I was doing some episodes over the past couple months where I was like super moody, uh, super mad at the world, uh, super unhappy with like, you know, just like certain things of life, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of it had to do with the stuff that I was experiencing at this job. Um, it really, really made me realize how fucked up the entertainment uh, industry can be sometimes. It really, really made me realize how being a good person, how wanting to do the right things, how um, wanting to do things for the, you know, the integrity of, um, you know, I don't want to use like a super like, you know, 
um, out there where, but like for the integrity of the art. When I say integrity of the art, I mean actually doing something f to produce the best work as opposed to doing stuff for politics or doing stuff to please, you know, stockholders or members. Like wanting to do stuff that will actually produce like the best thing for the viewer. Um, that makes you a little bit different from everybody else in the industry. Um, yeah, it was just like a bunch of it was just like a bunch of uh, like wild stuff, you know, like obviously, you know, um, race and uh, race and gender are always an element in the workplace. Um, you know, I'm not going to go out there and say that I that I dealt with any, you know, overt racism in my workplace. But like there were just like certainly certain there were certainly things about that job that I saw, that I observed, that were like very, very difficult to call out because I was the only black person in the space where it was like, the, you know, the vast majority of the workspace was, you know, uh, actually blonde white women. Funny enough, I don't know why they were all blonde, but they were mostly white women and most of them were blonde of the white women. And I was certainly the only black person, let alone the only black man um, in that room. Um, yeah, man, it was it was it was absolutely the worst, most stressful, um, most uh, most um, frustrating uh, job experience that I have ever had. And um, being let go from this job was just the um, was just the icing on the cake, man. I got to tell you, like it was just the, it was just the cherry on top, like um you know, I, I, you know, there were many, many times when I would like, you know, call my parents, close friends, certainly a lot of talks with my girlfriend about how, how much, um, how much like anguish I was going through because of the things that I was observing about this job. It, it was, it was really, really a lot of frustration and a lot of, uh, and a lot of pain because I was observing, you know, just like sort of like the messed up ways that people think. And um, the messed up ways that people see human beings, um, especially in the entertainment industry, um, you know, when, you know, actors or performers are, for example, being casted for a show or being casted for um, some Internet content, which was like, you know, I was on the production side. Right. So um, so I was, you know, really responsible for bringing in a lot of the cast you know um helping you know to uh hire some of the young kids we were like you know hiring kids who from ages i want to say like 14 to 19 was about our age range that we were looking for we we're looking for kids 14 to 19 to create um some content um some some youtube style content and um you know we i you know i sent out the notification that we were looking for kids you know 14 to 19 to create some content for us uh we had them come in and do some auditions for us and you know my whole thing with the audition process was to make sure that these kids would be able to do the 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 were, were, were the best kids for the job, right? So the, the kids that would do the best job, right? You know, they're able to think of something off their toes, you know, they have a great presence on screen. Um, you know, if they ask to do something unexpected, how do they react to that? You know, stuff like that. And uh, it was very, very frustrating to consistently ha um, come to my, um, you know, I guess you can say like my supervisors with, you know, like my recommendations for who uh, we should bring in and to constantly have to um, fight against their biases um, towards these kids based on a variety of things, whether it was the way they and like, you know, a lot of it had to do with like the way they looked. 
a lot of it um, had to do with you know how they you know their their how they perceive that child or like how they you know uh, prejudge that child before they give the child to even uh, speak. Um, it was uh, it, it was very very frustrating and like you know like I said before um, you know racial and gender. Uh, racial and gender biases are, are, are always a play and there was definitely a play um, you know with these kids as far as like how you know my supervisors would perceive them and I literally would have to fight or to you know like debate and find a way to convince them to say hey no but like regardless of the way how they look <laughs> we should bring them in because um, because they're good at what they do and they're going to be good at what they ask at what we ask them to do and if we bring them in they're going to produce the best content um, and uh, this became especially frustration when um, you know what let me not even get into that one because I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna send myself somewhere that I don't want to go um, but but that was was definitely a very very um, infuriating uh, part of my job because I think it just made me realize just how much you know how many barriers I was coming up against um, you know as an actor in the entertainment industry you know um, why maybe I didn't get certain things that I felt like I deserve I deserve I don't deserve anything I don't want to even go there I just felt I just felt like you know man is the reason like could i be further along than i am right now could i be getting more opportunities than i do right now because if this is the way that people are making decisions if this is the way that make are, people are making decisions then have i been held back be, because of me being a black man like these were real questions that i that i were that i was asking um and uh the the possibility of that or like the really real reality of that um really really sent me uh you know into a, a really dark place um as an actor you always sense it whenever you go into an audition room whenever you step up on stage as a black man you always sense it you always sense that people um you know if, if it's a white space you definitely sense that people can see oh like you know like here's a here's a black man whether they're racist or not they have some biases in their brain that they don't even know about and they really really have to dig deep to get out and you know you're pushing up against you know certain uh, racial biases in order to you know um, get certain opportunities you know like a lot of black people always say we have to be twice as good to get half the results and that's sort of the mentality that I took on but I guess the thing that really set me into like a in, into somewhat of a dark place was the reality that yo there are people who um who actually uh put forth a good amount of work put forth a good body of work uh you know do the work to make sure that you know like despite the things that might be holding them back um that they are good candidates for the opportunity and still in that case certain decision makers won't give them the opportunity because they want to go for the person who's more conventionally good looking or the person who's more quote unquote likable which really just has to more has more to do with you know looks and and um and or or um or you know personal perceptions and stuff like that just like really really bullshit reasons um to hire somebody for an acting job that has nothing to do with whether or not the person can do the job um that you know, call me naive, call me whatever, but 
to see that up close, to see that sort of uh, that sort of bias up close, um, really, really just um, it was the most frustrating thing ever. It was the most um, absolutely um, frustrating isn't even the word. It was it was just the, the most painful thing to have to process, um, especially it was the first time I ever felt like quitting. It was like actually taking that in and actually seeing the reality of the situation and the reality of how the entertainment industry is. It really, really just it made me feel like quitting because I was just like, yo, if this is what I if this is what I'm up against, it, you know, it, it might end up being a situation where it doesn't matter how hard I try or it doesn't matter how much better I am than, you know, my, you know, privileged counterparts who I'm not mad at, by the way, because everybody wants to get an opportunity. And if they're privileged in certain ways to get opportunities, everybody's going to take them. So I, I'm not mad at my privileged one counterparts um, or, or competition, as it were. Um, but man, I just kind of felt like at that moment, man, man, it does it. It might not matter how hard I try. It may never happen for me because, you know, people might just see at the end of the day, a black man at the end of the day. And uh, and it won't matter how good I actually am. Like I'm I might not ever be able to, you know, you know reach the heights in my career that I want to reach. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how talented I actually am. All they're going to see is a black man. And like, it, I really, really went there. I'm usually not that pessimistic. I'm usually a very optimistic person. I'm usually like a, you know, we shall overcome type of person. You know, um, you know, um, happy MLK Day, everybody, by the way. Um, but that's really the place that I went to, man. And like that. So this podcast is kind of long. I kind of just really just let loose and let the camera roll. I didn't worry about my usual 10 minute limit. So uh, part two of this podcast will be dropped tomorrow. And uh, thank you all so much for listening so far or watching so far. Whatever you're doing, listening, watching. Thank you for doing it. Love y'all.